everybody to a special uh, episode in an unfortunate case today of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Uh, this is Silly Sellers, and we're just here to talk about the unfortunate and sudden passing of Dusty Rose, or Virgil Runnels, for those that know him personally. Um, we have a couple of our members here, and we have a special guest today. Uh, first, let's introduce our normal crew. Uh, Aaron, how you feeling today? I'm okay, man. Uh, unfortunate circumstances, but glad to be here. Uh, two chains, man. How you feeling on this day? Uh, got the part uh, piggy piggyback off of Aaron on that one, but feeling okay. And our special veteran guest who's been in the business for a long while in the podcast game. Uh, we have Tech here from Under the Mat Radio. Tech, thanks for coming in. How you feeling today? Uh, I'm doing all right, guys. How y'all feeling? Okay. Good, good. good. Once again, like we said at the top, uh, the fortunate. Fortunate, fortunate passing of uh, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, for those that don't know, he does have two sons that's currently uh, in the business of Gold Dust and Stardust. Um, in addition, Dusty has been all over the place. TNA, ECW, Jim Crockett Productions. If you want to go way back, WWF, WCW. He's just been a pioneer in the business. Um, Aaron, let's start with you. Um, what is your feelings on the on the sudden passing? Because you don't want to inform me uh, when I was at work earlier today through a text message. Uh, what's your what's your original feeling? Yeah, man, I was shocked because I still um, Dusty's very was very interactive on social media. He was a big part of what they do down in NXT, um, down at Full Sail in Orlando at the Performance Center. I was um, I let, I follow a lot of different wrestling podcasts and a lot of the interviews that the current NXT talent do. They all throw back to Dusty as being a big part of helping them develop their promo game because I think. He leads a promo class, or let excuse me, led a promo class down there about once a week or several times a week, and he just gets a lot of credit from a lot of those NXT talents that are coming up now. Um, between that and just you know some of the old school wrestling I've had a chance to watch, you know I'm in my late twenties, so I I wasn't around when Dusty was in his big heyday in the NWA and such. But it's really unfortunate the business lost a really big um, figure today, no doubt. Two chains, how you want to add on to that? I'm just going to say, just to uh, elaborate on what happened today, um, Triple H uh, broke the news today at approximately 1.52 p.m., um, basically sending out the tweet saying, Satin to hear of the passing of Dusty Rhodes, legend, teacher, mentor, friend, love your dream. And um, I just happened to just get on Twitter, and um, I mean, Aaron took it right out of my mouth as soon as I saw it, and I was just like, at first, I was like, let me just make sure this is not some type of spam account or something. Then I realized it was Triple H, and I was just stuck for a second. I was just like, wow. And then, you know, the first thing you, you want to relate a death to is age. I'm just like, it's not that old, you know? So um, I'm still grasping it a little bit. And uh, I, I, a lot of people like to refer to Dusty Rose as just, you know, just a wrestler. But I think without his promo skills and the... One, I, I would like to say one of the best views of all time between him and Ric Flair, the wrestling business would not be where it's at by any means. Yeah, man, 60, uh, 69 years old. I just checked how old he was when he passed. It's what it said online, 69 years old. 69, yeah. And that's still young, still young for a yep. lot of years. Yep. Uh, for people that, you know, getting up there in age is still quite young. It's still a lot of time that he hasn't get, gotten a chance to do yet. But let me go ahead and take who is our, our veteran guest, and we just once again appreciate you coming on. Now, for you, Tech, you've been in the business for a while, and I've seen that uh, your radio show has interviewed high names like JR and, and been all over the places. Right before we went on, you talked about how you was in coordination with 
with future promotions that she was going to be working with people. And they say sometimes death works in three, so it's been a hard week for you. Just uh, explain how it's been a hard week for you on top of Dusty's death today. Yeah, um, first of all, I count an honor and a privilege to, to be on this good show. Um, shout out to 2 Chains and uh, Aaron and um, Marcella. Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be kayfabe. I'm trying to use your actual uh, show names instead of using your actual names. <laughs> All good, all good, man. K-Baby's still alive, but it's dead sometimes. It is. Um, like I said, guys, it's, um, it's been a tough week. Uh, of course, early, this, uh, early, I should say last week, um, legendary tag team, the Fantastics, um, one half Tommy Rogers was found dead in his house in Hawaii. Um, we interviewed Bobby Fulton, um, who's the other half. Um, we're good friends with Bobby. Um, we was in work soon uh, to get the Fantastics reunion on my show. And uh, Bobby Fulton told me, you know, he keeps in touch with Tommy from time to time. You know, told Tommy about the show. You know, we was going, you know, work on stuff, too. And um, say they got the news last week. I never talked to Tommy Rogers, uh, but I definitely enjoyed their matches. Um, real quick, if y'all get a chance, since uh, I think we all live here in Baltimore, live in Maryland, is uh, the classic match with the Fantastics versus the Midnight Express. And the reason why the match was so great is because the Fantastics were the faces but we traded on the Fantastics to start chanting Midnight Express because nobody here liked the Fantastics. They were too, like, you know, white boyish, too pretty. But um, hearing about this, the passing of Tommy Rogers was sad. And then sadly, um, this past Sunday morning, got the tragedies of a personal friend of mine, Reggie Rivers, who wrestled as, who wrestled as prodigy for a local company, ACW. Um, he passed away in a motorcycle accident. Um, Reggie's worked with guys like Sabu, Shane Douglas. He's been in the ring with Jake the Snake. He's, you know, black guy, great worker. He was about 6'2", 300-something pounds. He passed away Sunday. So that was really tough on, on a personal for me because that was a good buddy of mine. Um, you can check out our interviews, and I'll get to that um, later on in the show. Uh, I'll send it with Reggie. And then, of course, um, make sure I see that right, two chains. Um, I was like, at my office in the house. And um, you posted on my show page about Rip Dusty, and I'm thinking this is a hoax. And I, I commented and said, Dusty ain't down. Hit Google, I'm like, did Dusty die? Nothing came up. And immediately when I said it, my phone was going off with text messages, and, and, and I'm getting face messages, yo, Dusty died, Dusty died. And my vice president hits me up, was like, yo, look at this. And I was just looking at all the words. It's just, Dusty was always one of my favorites. Uh, I haven't felt. Uh, sir, I never personally met Dusty. I have friends in the business that are friends with Dusty that I know. Um, um, and, you know, I was hurt like this when Savage died. And I was like, this is one of my favorite guys growing up. Uh, me and uh, my co-host got in a debate saying, uh, he's like, oh, The Rock is the best talking in the business. I'm like, no, Dusty, to this day, in my opinion, is, is if not the top, the best talking in the business, if not top three. And no, The Rock isn't on that top three either. <laughs> um, it's sad because... Dusty touched everybody. I had family members that just hit me up saying Dusty Rose died, and they don't even like wrestling no more. They kind of old school, you know. They like the old school stuff. But um, they said, man, it definitely is sad that um, Legend is now gone. One of the great writers, one of the great bookers. The man had his own language. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, just, just watch, watch, watch um, look at the NWA program. Look at uh, WCW doing the Monday Night Wars and, and him saying stuff that didn't make sense, but it was dusty. <laughs> it was <laughs> dusty-ism, so. 
by the dusty finishes that happened. And we just had a pay-per-view just the other week that had basically had the dusty finish in elimination chamber just to show us the transcending that stuff that he's been impacting on this company for years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, um, said, uh, somebody, somebody uh, made a comment. Uh, I'm not sure if it was on, on my, uh, show page or uh, company page or another wrestling page. And how they said dusty really didn't look well, which, um, could be true, you know, the Dusty slimmed down a lot. He wasn't yeah. as big, you know, as people get older, people tend to either lose weight or they tend to gain weight. Um, the cause of death is unknown. I'm not sure if y'all know or heard anything different. I, uh, no, nothing's, yeah, I just checked. Nothing's come out yet. Don't have reportedly that he's, he's, he's had a, a fall in his house and um, he's been dealing with kidney issues as well as dehydration issues. So, well, um, what was that about his house? Say that again. That he had a fall. He failed. He fell? Yeah. Oh, no. Man, that's messed up. It is. Wow. Um, next question I kind of want to transcend is, let's think of this as, this, you know, for future generations and future pay-per-views. We all know that we have the Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up this Sunday, and there's only seven competitors in Money in the Bank. Um, we try to preview that it will be an eighth member based off Raw. I did not read any SmackDown spoilers that uh, it will be an eighth member yet. Um, but let's think about his children right now. You have two children that really, when you say, when you grow up, you want to be like your dad. You know, sometimes you see their father wrestling and going through all these promotions, and you have two children that followed in his footsteps with, with gold dust and stardust. Uh, Aaron, let me flip to you first. What, what do you think is the future of his his personal kids, his personal generations, um, that they will have their effect in the business? We know stardust has been falling off the map a little bit and, and with his gimmick since he's been on a solo with gold dust being hurt. But where do, where do you see those two going now? Yeah, man, it's it's kind of a shame that we never got the Cody versus Goldust match at Mania like I think everybody wanted. They blew it off at the the February pay-per-view. Um, Fastlane, I believe is what that one's called. So I guess I'd like to see them honor Dusty in the short term, maybe have Cody and um, Goldust tag back up again to kind of honor their father. I think that would be a really nice touch. Not go, not go too over the board with it. Kind of like you know, a la Rey Mysterio post Eddie Guerrero's death. Um, I was at WrestleMania 22 when Rey won the title, and I think he got some hate from the crowd just because I think they played up the thing against Eddie's death a little too much for that. But I would like to see them tag those guys back up in the short term. I think past that point, I think Cody could be a lot bigger deal and more utilized than what he is. And you've talked on our show a lot about that, Silas, being a big Cody Rhodes fan like you are. I am. I really am. Uh, two chains. What about you? Uh, if not a match, I would just love to see Cody or um, Goldust cut one of one of his many legendary promos um, and just really high profile moment for him, and maybe just a moment of silence or something after that. But I was thinking, I was hoping, I was like, maybe I bet you we're going to he's going to ask for some of our favorite promos. And I'm sitting here like it's so many. I don't even know which one's my favorite, but. It was just, it was, I guess it would be really touching just for them to just cut one uh, at the uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view for tribute. Zach, what about you, man? Just just following on that, and I'll go ahead and ask you a double question. The question I asked before of, you know, what do you think is going to happen with Goldust and Stardust? But also with 2 Chainz, what was your probably favorite uh, Dusty promo or, or Dusty moment, you know, in the business? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I not really pick one favorite Dusty promo. Uh I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be um, 
I remember the, the promo Dusty did with, against Flair, um, Tumble Hard Times. You know yeah. that? Absolutely. Malijo correspondent just posted that as we speak. Um, Tumble Hard Times and talking about Ric Flair. He was all sweating and, and <laughs> yeah. his shirt. Um, yeah, you know, and you know, and, and the, pro, the promos he did too with uh, well, he was tagging up with Nikita. When Rikita Koloff, when they were doing a little tag team joint, that was cool. But you can't, any Dusty promo was great. But like I said, I definitely love this commentary from WCW. Um, I, the bicycle mania is the bicycle, um, but uh, uh, the late uh, <laughs> Ray Trailer, Big Bubba, Greg the Bicycle, hit a JL with it on Saturday Night Live. Like I said, I, I, got, I have tons of Dusty promos. I can't pick one, there's too many of them that is great. You know what? That just that just reminded me with with the hard times from. Uh, that's why um, his speech at the Hall of Fame was just that more deeper to me to see how he paid homage to Ric Flair. Just to see Ric Flair tear up was just real, real hard on me looking at that because you know as a, as a younger child looking at these views, they're real life to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you say you, you're thinking like, hey, if these two people see them see each other on the street, you you know it's going to go down. But, you know, that's just a testament to how good his promo skills was. I'll throw this out to anybody. What do you you think now is going in the future? Since Dusty has such a big impact, you know, we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, Are we going to see something, maybe a a WrestleMania or a Dusty Rhodes Award? Can we see that? Maybe a promo competition? Because I know Stone Cold, like I said before in the previous podcast, Stone Cold has been putting on that promos need to be better. The promo game needs to build up what these characters are. Can we have like a promo competition where we can have a, a Dusty Awards, a Rose Award? Uh, Aaron, what do you think about that? I mean, I read that they're going to kind of revamp the Slammies as a live special on the network, and they might book it in a smaller theater venue as opposed to being a part of Raw, something I read in the last couple of days. And uh, it would be interesting. Maybe they could do like Mike segment of the year and kind of name it after Dusty Rhodes. Something like that. I think that would be appropriate. Um, I'm assuming he's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of mention on Money in the Bank and Raw coming up here. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think we heard the last about Dusty Rhodes tributes. I think that's going to be ongoing for quite a long time. Much like how Randy Savage is still very much honored on a very Absolutely. much you know month to month basis in the wrestling world. It'd be kind of great just thinking off the top of my head uh, with the mega powers that you got. You know homages with Curtis Axel and, and Damian Sandow doing with the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. It'd be great if maybe if Goldust, Dustin Reynolds would do something like that for for his dad. Maybe do a, a I guess a six-man tag for once, you know, just to build them all up. I think that'd be a great way to pay homage. Just just thinking off, off the top of my head. Um, just, oh, it's just, it's just a hard thing just to swallow, you know, just we just run around just saying so many moments about what Dusty Rhodes has done, you know, and even two change, you even mentioned how you can still tear up just, you know, when you know, like you said, when you're young, you just think about those moments as, okay, this is real. And it's like seeing your, your hero pass away. It's like, how do you react to that? Um, I, I, just think, I just think, you know, with, with the issue of promos not being as good as they used to be um, in the past and just somebody that's very influential in that community, so to say, um, to lose the one person that can ultimately continue to change the future of the whole wrestling business is, is, is devastating in itself. You know, like, it's, it's to a point where you can think, like, well, 
you know, with him being so involved with young talent, as far as the promo skills, with him not being there, now what? You know, does the promo, does the whole promo thing start to go away? You know, do we, do we just give a little bit less about that aspect of wrestling? Right. Right. It's important. It's, um, yeah, go ahead and follow up on that, Seth. It's, um, yeah, ho- hopefully WWE does do, um, a memorial for Dusty, uh, you know, for his promos and everything, and, um, you know, Dusty ran a lot of promo classes for NXT and even the developmental, so, I mean, that will be cool. Uh, D- uh Dustin, um, I've met Gold Dust, I actually, um, I spoke to Gold Dust when he was here locally for a promotion. Uh, matter of fact, the Saturday before he start started his current run with WWE, remember when Gold that started on That's Raw? Right. Um, yeah, right. yeah, it's Orton, and um, I know talking to uh, you know, talking to Dustin, we was you know Gold Dust um that Saturday before, and um, you know he always did a good impression of his dad. Um, he he did an impression of his dad back in I believe it was the nineties. I think it was when he was Gold Dust. Um. It, it, it will be cool to see them do a memorial for Dusty. I really personally don't want to see Dusty Rose do a gimmick. Because let, let, let's, let's be frank on this. Is one, when you think of Dusty Rhodes, what do you think about? You think about the NWA, think about WCW, think about Mid Atlantic and the territories. You do not think about WWE. No, that but, stupid black and yellow right. polka dot gimmick he had. Right. <laughs> right. So, so let, let's, re, let's remember what Vince did to Dusty. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be morbid and mean, but let's, let's remember how Vince used Dusty character when he came to WWF with yep. the, the yellow polka dots. But Dusty had so much of a big, um, he was over so much, he had so much charisma, he still made it work. So, with that being said, WWE owns everything just about. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him do a tribute. I would love to see uh, them do, like, a, a Dusty Rose, like a memorial or some kind of match before I was doing, like, a, a gimmick match or Battle Royal. It, it made sense for Andre because Andre was the giant. Andre became famous by winning Battle Royals, being undefeated. So, it made sense to do the, the gimmick, do the Battle Royal for Andre. Dusty, you knew him because of his charisma and because of his promo. So, you know, if they did like a little promo award or something like that, that would be cool. But, I mean, times the times are different. I mean, uh, let, let's look at WrestleMania, look at Raw, WWE programming, look at um, RH or, or NXT. Uh, especially WWE, most of these promos are so scripted and, and it's all <laughs> robotic. And if you go off the script and they look at you crazy, uh, Dusty did promos and Flair and Piper and all of them. Their promos was it was it was improv. It was ad lib because the guys they just knew how to talk. The only thing they had to do was bullet points. Yeah. It's interesting. You s- yeah, that's, it's- what that's like I've done it myself. But no, it's interesting you you bring that up because do you remember? I can't remember if it was like last year sometime. Remember when the Authority like storyline fired Goldust and they were feuding with the Rhodes brothers, and then Dusty came out and did that promo in the ring, and there was one part where he. He stuck his hand like right in Stephanie's face, and apparently he caught heat for that backstage because that was off script. And that's just so indicative of what you're saying how you can't really go off the page as much as you used to be able to, which is what made Dusty great in the first place on the promo tip. Yep. Right? Is is 
look at, for instance, look at Piper. When Piper comes to Raw, yeah. WWE, any of the old school guys, they they're they're ingrained to work off the cusp. I'm I'm used to that being a professional doing improv. When I do interviews for my shows, even if it's my radio show, we live interviews with the actual talent. Um, I've done professional speaking before. I'm used to this going off the cusp. The only thing you go through is bullet points. That's what he did in the NWA in the old times. He gave you bullet points. You tell them who you are. You tell them why you here, and you tell them why you talking. So the old school interviews, you know, Grand American Bash, 1989, Baltimore, whatever. Uh, uh, be there, I'm facing against Flair, whoever, Tommy Rich. That was the bullet points. Everything else was improv because you knew how to talk. WWE so scripted nowadays. I'm not trying to change the subject where when you have like the greats like a Dusty or a Piper or a Flair, somebody that's just used that could just talk with no script, when Dusty does, like you said, put his hand in Stephanie's face, and like, oh my gosh, everything's so contrived and controlled, that's Dusty. That's all he know. Yeah. You know? You, you can't you can't, you can't, can't take a stray cat or a stray animal as an analogy and put him in a cage and expect for him to stay put. It's not domesticated. <laughs> so, it'll never be another Dusty. It, it, it will never be another Dusty. Everybody does Dusty impressions, I'll tell you somebody who do a great Dusty Rose impression is my, my good friend Jimmy Corderas, um, former WWE referee for over 20 years. I just texted Jimmy earlier. Um, me and Jimmy have a thing. He's on my show. He did a uh, Dusty Rose impression about over a year ago. Because of that, whenever me and Jimmy Corderas text, me and him always end with a Dustyism. So he was like, all right, baby, pay one, baby, or daddy. You will always in the text with a dustyism. Either it's the pay window, or belly welly, or funky like a monkey, or whatever dust. <laughs> he's ended with that. <laughs> so it is, um, he was one of the first people I attacked. I just texted Elijah Burke, the Pope, one of my good buddies. Mm. I don't know if y'all had a chance. Check out his video. Very emotional. He just posted um, a five-minute video crying about how much he loved Dusty and, and how Dusty essentially was our, he was black for us. He was kind of like all black hero back in the day. So, um, hopefully we get to see Dusty get, get paid tribute. Hopefully it won't be that darn 10 second vignette of in the memory of Dusty Rhodes. I hope they go all out, have all the, have all the crew on top of the stage, do a yeah. take salute. Yep. You know, something, I, I want to see that, uh, you know, um, oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, Rip Devern Ganya. Vern Ganya passed away a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Did WWE ever mention that? Nope. Nope. Well, I thought they did a tribute, like a produced, like three minute thing that was based off of his Hall of Fame video. I actually think they did put something out. Okay. I think I right. it was. It's thinking back now. I can't remember for sure. I saw Vern inducted in the Hall of Fame when I was at WrestleMania 22, and I want to say they used a similar video package from what they used that night. Could be wrong though. Okay, I mean, I mean, I really expect WWE to do with so much for Vern. I mean, Vern is a legend. I mean, he's not a WWE s guy, so it's, it's just it's just sad that he said death comes in threes. Hopefully, Tommy Rogers, my boy Reggie, and um, Dusty's three. Oh, um, and by the way, I was I was telling somebody earlier. I'm sure y'all agree. Is you know Bobby Heenan. I, I was I was expecting or preparing myself of the random news, waking up one day to hear Bobby Heenan passes away. Right. More than Dusty. 
You know what I mean? It's right, like, right. hell, like, I'm, I'm sure if you bet anybody money, you say, I bet you $100, like, he, and, and not to be more, I love Bobby Hennon, but, you know, Bobby's dealing with cancer, and Bobby can't even talk. So, you know, it's sad that we life goes is that the people you think will go beforehand goes later. I, I agree with you, Tech. Even names like uh, Jake the Snake or Scott Hall, I would put $100 in yeah. and they would pass away. And I'm not trying to bring uh, any death wishes on anybody. I hope everybody continues to, to heal up or fight through these illnesses. But when you just hear so many scripted or so many write, write-ups about these other professional wrestlers getting sick or getting hurt like that, and then boom, you had this one out of nowhere where you had no prior knowledge, at least publicly, that something may have been wrong. Yeah, we may have saw the weight change or... You know, maybe we saw a little age difference, but, you know, it was unexpected. Um, and that, I guess that's what hurts us when we think about death so much. When we expect it or a grandmother or grandfather so old of age and they die because of that, sure. But if you have somebody that's still semi-young and their prime is still great at what they're doing, you'd be like, right. why? Why did that happen? If you think about it on a spiritual religious aspect, you'd be like, why did you know, God choose them? And I apologize if, if religious for our fans is not, you know, in the aspect of this podcast, but you, when you just think about that, that extra well-being, you think about why was that decision made, you know? It, it's, it's, that's why it's hard to swallow. Yeah, it is, it is, man. It's, um, <clears throat> like I say, it's, it's tough, you know, it is. It's, you know, another legend is gone. Um, I joked earlier, they said, well, you know, having got, you got Dusty and you got Savage. So, um, you got a savage and a flying elbow, and you got the bionic elbow. Yup. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. And the thing here, too, is at least he got his due and got his Hall of Fame induction before he passed instead of posthumously like Randy Savage. Because while I, I appreciated Randy going in this year, the whole time I just couldn't help but be a little morose about it because Randy should have been able to do that while he was living. He should have been inducted a long time ago. Absolutely. Let's go around this way and um, let's have a, a quick prediction. I know, Tech, you mentioned that you would like to have the, you know, the 10 bell ceremony and everything like legit done, the whole roster outside, you know, so what like we did with Eddie Guerrero, that's the one image that popped in my head and that was so emotional during that time. Again, an unexpected death. Two chains, I'm going to start with you. Should this ceremony be done at the beginning of Money in the Bank or should that be done on free TV technically, you know, if I use my quotations on Raw? What do you think that should be handled? Well, I was going to say earlier that, um, you know, to pay homage to the fallen uh, wrestlers over the years, I believe that the WWE need to just take their Slammy Awards as more of a joking gimmick, I would say, because who really mm-hmm. cares who was the wrestler of the year, and start really making them work something. So that when you think who was the best talker this year is the Dusty, Dusty Rose Awards, stuff like that should start being implemented. But um, to your question, um, I will have to say Raw because I'm not, I'm not sure if uh, Money in the Bank is a WWE exclusive or is it a pay-per-view exclusive. But whatever it, whatever it is, it needs to be on the on the on the grand screen. So if if it's just uh, um, WWE Network exclusive, which limits the people that doesn't have it, I don't think that's right. I think this needs to be on Raw, or maybe it should be the whole week. Whatever it is, NXT. SmackDown, everything. As 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 a banner that hangs above the ring or whatever it may be. Tech, what about you? How do you feel about that same question? Um <clears throat> I feel like this. One, should be live. 
uh, you know, today is Thursday. Uh, I think everybody's in Amer- in the USA, right? So it's Thursday. Yep. I don't know what change is. I don't know about Aaron or... Uh, yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the Midwest, yeah. Okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, it's Thursday, so uh, Smack Smacky Down's already done. Um, definitely Money to Bank this Sunday should be a tribute. I didn't do like a video montage of Tim Bell Salif and Dusty because it's live. It's Dusty Rhodes. And then like like TJ said, Monday on Raw, do it again. <clears throat> then you have the guy stand up on top of the stage. Whole show dedicated to Dusty. And do the same thing for SmackDown. It should be a week event. Because you remember when Eddie passed away, suddenly the whole week was dedicated to Eddie. You know, right. that was Eddie. And I remember that SmackDown when he had the lower rider the whole time in the middle of the interest ramp. So, and Dusty Rose never drove any, uh, <laughs> drove any low riders, but I'm just trying to think of a, I'm just trying to think of a, of a prop for Dusty. Dusty never really had any props. He, uh, he had Sapphire. The shades and the leather jackets. You know, he had, he had the style and the charisma, but I, I'm not, I just don't think it was one direct <laughs> prop. But that's just how good he was. His voice was his prop. His promo <laughs> was his prop. He, he was he was old school and you know okay remember back in the day everybody wore that the same old plaid the same old basic color types with their little initials so yeah, yeah. um and, and you know Dusty used to always grab grab himself and, and and you know do the little elbow and just always do like these little funny tender moves it was hilarious um and uh <laughs> real quick a fun, funny Dusty Dusty Road commentary note uh. I got this on tape. It was on back when it was WWE Classics. This way before, you know. They uh, they showed some old match, but like uh, it was Dusty Rhodes commentating against uh, Pat Pat Song Nam, the guy who got him over in the seventies. So Dusty's doing commentary, and we all know the saying, uh, you know, um, uh, a coup, uh, with a coup de bra. Dusty said, "A coup de grass." <laughs> you know, like, like Dusty, that's not that's not the word. But Dusty, you know, uh, every time you just come and say, "Yeah, you about about to do a filibuster," filibuster, <laughs> <laughs> you do the froggy splash, and uh, you know, going to the rickshaw. I'm like, what are you talking about, Dusty? But it, it, it you know, it made sense. It, I mean, everybody's done everybody's done the bionic elbow or done some form of it. Right. I, I still do it to my little cousins. <laughs> I still do it at wrestling shows randomly to some fans and stuff. You know, <laughs> you know, it's backstage, you like a little elbow or something like that. But anyway, like I said, I don't be long with it. That's uh, yeah, I, the whole week should be Dusty Week or well, I, I don't make, make make the digital band of polka dots something. <laughs> something. Yeah, <laughs> how about you? Elbow. I I just echo what already has been said by uh, Tech and by Two Chains. I think they should wait and do the Ten Bells salute tribute on Raw because that's the biggest platform that they're going to have this week. Um, even with the pay per view, more people will see Raw. I think they should do a video package that airs throughout their week of programming for sure. Um, I would like to see the Dusty documentary that they put out replayed on the network throughout the week. Um, I, and Whatever they did for Warrior when he passed, they Dusty should get the same treatment because Dusty was a multi-time NWA champion. He's an absolute legend, and it would be dismissive to do anything less. 
I also think, um, and I don't know, maybe this is something the network needs to move towards. People like myself who were, you know, weren't around during Dusty's heyday, like I'm going to go back and watch a couple of Starcades today now. Uh, some of his matches with Ric Flair in the main event, Starcade, I think it's 84 and 85. It would be cool if they made like a playlist of classic Dusty matches for these younger generation to kind of catch up on their Dusty and, and see what made him so great or put up a playlist of promos of classic Dusty promos such as the Hard like, Times promo. I think that would be awesome. I like that. Catch up on your Dusty. Yeah. I like that. Hashtag catch up on your Dusty. Dusty right there. But then, but then spell it like ketchup, the stuff you put on a hot dog. <laughs> just, in, just in further tribute to Dusty, like Coup de Grass. Yeah, the Coup de Grass. <laughs> how, how old are you? You say you weren't around during Dusty heyday? No, man, I'm, I'm 28, so I wasn't around, you know, during his NWA times, but... I remember hearing him call WCW, and I was aware that he was booking WCW when I was a kid. Yeah. It's, um, well, another funny note, and which is why my name is Tech. And, and by the way, my, my show name is Tech. It's been my nickname way before the show. Um, mm-hmm. Is If you watch when Dusty Rose finally defeated Ric Flair for um, his championship, in the crowd, you can still see this today. I forgot what event it was. It might have been one of the Starcades, one of them. There was a guy celebrating. He was well, you know how back they used to walk across the chair to kind of get to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. There was uh-huh. a black guy who actually fell off the chair, and it was on live TV. As he did, as he did the, as he did the camera pan to the crowd celebrating. You see this black guy bust his ass on the floor. Everybody was celebrating. It's on the network and everywhere else. Every time I think about Dusty winning the title, it's the first image that comes to my mind. <laughs> Jeez. Awesome, man. So many, so many things we can we can say back and forth. We're not gonna hold you too long today, so we're gonna try to go ahead and wrap it up. I know yes, everybody, man. like I said, the Pope is gonna be making their remarks to, to got Dusty and everything. Me, um, me, got time. me, I got I got 10, 15 more minutes. So I got time. Oh, you sure? Hey. Well, let's we'll, we'll go right there. Oh, Aaron was about to say something or two changes. Oh, that was yeah, that was me. I was just gonna say, um, just to see if I had um found any more information. On his death, uh, TMZ reported that uh, officials tell them emergency personnel responded to Dusty's home in Orlando, Florida, at 5:56 a.m. Wednesday morning after getting a call of reporting that 69-year-old male had a uh, fall. Uh, Retold the roads, transported to the hospital, where then he eventually passed away. Um, <laughs> Then we were told me that the family raced by his side as they learned that he was in the hospital. And sources, uh, sources tell us that Dusty suffered no, numerous complications throughout the night, which ultimately uh, proved fatal. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But still 69, and, and even you hear about stories about older people, you know, maybe about 80, 90 years old, taking a fall and. That was the end of the demise of a complication. But man, you just think Dusty was still in somewhat decent shape. I don't I know he wasn't, you know, in the best of shape at his age, but you, you just don't think uh something like, like that would he would take him out as far as as tough he was in his career, just as he was as a person. That's just still tough to hear. But thank you, Two Chains, for for getting that. I mean, what any other thoughts people have in their mind about Dusty? Just I'll just let it free flow. If anybody has anything. Um, what do they feel about Dusty? Just another moment, a memory that we can cherish just to honor him on this day. <laughs> um, me, me personally, I, I know not to really put my, my personal business out there because 
nine times I do the show, I tend to keep it straight with, you know, me doing the show, not really personal. Uh, my mom personally had just fell um, last week. You know, me and TJ's, we have a good mutual friend, and um, I ended up telling her about it. Um, that's scary, you know, uh, mm-hmm. see someone fall from steps or fall from somewhere. And I've dealt with that before. That's scary. So that kind of hit home to me to hear that Dusty fell. And, and that's a fear of someone you love or your parents or somebody fall. However he fell. could have been down the steps. It could have been on the bathtub. And it had to be a fall for him to deal with complications, and that's tough. Because I personally just dealt with that all last week of um, being in the house with my mom. She found me, and thank the little my mom is fine now. She's chilling, watching TV, and then good, it's, good. That, that, that's, that's scary. That hits home. <laughs> you know, when someone falls, and then, you know, especially when you're at an age, you know, you're a wrestler, and, you know, you spend all these years on the road, and you wrestling in that ring. You know, that ring is not soft. The softest thing in that ring is a turnbuckle. So, all those years and wear and tear that body and a fall like that, it could change everything. But, um, my cousin's favorite memory of Dusty Rhodes is, if you remember, when Dusty, Dusty was like GM or something, he had a confrontation with Randy Orton. And he didn't say Randy Orton, he said Randy Orton. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they, didn't they have a Texas bull rope match as part of that? Him and Dusty. Yeah. It was on like yeah. Great American Bash or something, I want to say, back in 05. Yeah. I mean, I mean to, to, to this day, um, and, and I do a, a plug to um, local bond girl loafers at Route 40. Um, one of our sponsors, we do work with them. We'll be there for Money in the Bank this Sunday. Every time we go there with all the guys or the people and my buddies and, and we do road trips with all the wrestlers and I've said it to Jake Robinson and Randy Orton, and everybody just busts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Randy Orton, you know, he got the little hand, his, his hands always crooked. So, one of my favorite Dustin memories. Uh, Aaron, what about you, man? And just another favorite great Dusty moment. Uh, I don't know. That, that was the other thing that came to mind, what I just mentioned, that uh, Texas bull rope match. That might have been where I kind of – got re-familiarized with Dusty when I got back into wrestling in the early 2000s. Um, I kind of said, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. And then, obviously, I've gone back and done a little more of my homework about Dusty over the years. Um, Obviously, not enough. I'm going to go back, like I said, and watch some Starcades tonight. But um, anybody that wants to see a good promo, like was already said, go watch that Hard Times promo. It's like, that's magic. Two chains, how about you? Um, just like uh, from the beginning of the show, it's really hard to think of one moment. I can think of uh, the time where he cut the promo with DX with Shawn Michaels and uh, with Shawn Michaels and, Tri- and Triple H. Uh, I could just think of numerous little goof ups on commentary in WCW. Um, I can just remember getting chills seeing him come out Legends Night, and I just feel like he still has it, you know, and. No matter what platform or what audience uh, he he was applied to, he was always the same person year after year after year. And I think that's big. He didn't let he didn't let the business or the fame or anything ever change him from what he, from who he was. I, I think for me, it, it actually, and I'm gonna have to put in the plug for Cody. I have to do it. I'm sorry, I have to do it. Uh, if you remember his feud with Rey Mysterio leading into WrestleMania 27. 
For the past couple of years there, Cody has been in the WWE. You know, he worked with Hardcore Holly, and that's how he got the rub off against the Alabama Slam. Uh, he became dashing. Cody Rose, you can saw Cody was trying to, he was in Legacy before that. Cody was trying to find some type of gimmick that worked for him in order to get himself over. Everybody knew Cody had the talent. Everybody knew Cody had the name by Dusty being his father. But Cody really didn't have his own identity, leaving out his dad's shadow. And it was this one promo, and I think it was on SmackDown, in which it was him and Cody going back and forth, talking in the ring. And, and you see Dusty was given a kayfabe, but not kayfabe-like promo, saying, you know, hey, Cody, you need to be yourself. You need to be real. You need to show what you're about. You need to show that I'm your dad or whatever, you know, came into that moment. And you saw it just click for Cody. And I think that became the trend center of where Cody's best highlighted moment in his career when he got that WrestleMania 27 win in Atlanta, right outside his hometown. And I, I really think that really elevated him. And you just shows, even though that was his son, that just shows live on TV what type of touch that Dusty had literally and outside the ring to build their characters, become better wrestlers. And that, that transcended Cody for a couple of years. And I thought that was a great promo between father and son that I know if I was Cody and I had that moment with my dad in the ring that helped me elevate my career, I would remember that forever. That's true. So, yeah, so just, just think about these moments, you know, like you said, we just mentioned like maybe almost 30 years of history of different times that, that, that Dusty's just impacted us. It's just it's just great to see of where he was, but so sad to see um that he that he's gone. So sad to see that he's gone. Um You know what I think? Go ahead, you change. Any uh before anything, anybody else got anything to say? Not and not you tap. No oh, man, go ahead. Um, I think it's only right that we let Tech end it with one of the, what you like to call it, the rogasms? Uh, the, the, the dusty, the dustyisms. Yeah, the dustyisms. <laughs> we gotta have it, man. You've been great on our show. We we gotta have that touch on it, man. Go ahead and uh, you know, I think it's some um, Daddy say this a lot is, uh, you got a coot the grass and um, is uh, he funky like a monkey? Uh, Rick Shaw, take you, take you to the, uh, take you to the wish shed. Doing the froggy, doing the froggy splash. And somebody, welly, if you will. Oh yeah, if you will, bula bula. I don't know what a bula bula is, but uh, if you will, bula bula. Um, he said, going to the pay window. Um, that's what all times is, daddy. Um. And if you notice, when Dusty talks, the old school Dusty, he's always kind of like smack his lips and do that. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it was, but every time he did it, <laughs> it was just so <laughs> Dusty never could top. I mean, Dusty's a big dude, so Dusty never ever in his life could button the top button of his shirts. <laughs> All his shirts is always open, so um, that's a few Dusty-isms um, right there. Um uh, condolences to him and the family. Uh, praying for Cody and, and Dustin. I, I, I know I know this is really tough right now. Um, we lost a legend, and hopefully, uh, we won't have to do another podcast like this in uh, bad fashion. Because we we lost Vern Gagne, Dust, Dusty Rose, and uh, who else did we lose? Tommy Rogers. And, um, if if I can too, um, to be our fan, since 
y'all doing a podcast, and this is in the area of entertainment and media. I'm going to give um, condolences to um, Hollywood, too. Uh, uh, shout out to the legendary athlete Christopher Lee. Yes. He passed away to do it well. Yeah, yeah. The rings. Um, uh, Rip, um, I like to say this, the white lady that was in all the um, uh, Lethal Weapon movies with Mel Gibson. Um, not, not, not Renee Russo, the other one. Uh, she passed away. Mrs. Voorhees uh, from Friday Night 13th, the original, who's a legendary actor. She died last week. It's like all of these... Oh, I didn't legendary- know that. That stinks. Yeah. It, it's, it's all of these legendary actors and in, in, um, in, in the pro wrestlers are passing away. So, um, if I can, if I can do a plug for my show... Yeah, go for it, man. Absolutely. I was going to say, Tech, yeah, man, let people follow you that don't know. What, where, where can they contact you? How can they listen? Yes, please put that on there. We, um, <clears throat> like I said, no, I'm glad to change. Uh, he texted me. He was like, hey, I want to start a show. I know he listened to our show a lot, so I'm glad I could be an inspiration for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my show is on live, 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 every Tuesday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. Um, this coming Tuesday, uh, I have told this title, the, the Iron Man and the Assassin. Reason being is because we have coming up legendary boxer Larry Holmes will be joining us on the show. Um, of course, you know him. He went against Ali and George Foreman and um, uh, Spinks and everyone else. And then, of course, we have also as a guest is a former two-time NWA champion and former WWE superstar Rob Conway will be joining us this coming Tuesday. So um, check us out on YouTube, Under the Mat Radio. You get to see our shy blogs, our road trips. We on a way to shows coming back. Um, get to see a little more comedic side of us. Um, interviews with our buddy AJ Styles. We know stuff with Jay St. Roberts, Booker T, Dr. Tom Pritchett, Jim Ross. list goes on. Check us out Instagram, Under the Mat Radio, one word. Email us at underthematradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. We have a group page to change your part of it. Aaron, Marcellus, all of y'all join the group page and we yeah, have a man. page. Follow us out. I just already um, put the word out about your new podcast to my people. So um, my people will be, must have come on to see your show soon. So the whole Under the Mat Radio cast to me, NSC Game Boy, Shen, want to be able to come on to your show, help provide your help. I do not promote every podcast. Let you know that now because we are professionals. We, we, we definitely want to look out for everybody, but because me and TJ is a good person, friends, and know he has a good heart, um, we definitely want to help y'all um, build a good thing. Man, Tech, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. No problem. And like I said, follow me on Facebook, um, Evan Prout. That's my Facebook name. Um, TJ, you can send send the guys a um, suggested friend list and hit me up on Facebook. Uh, email me. Uh, any ideas, check us out on YouTube. And we can meet up sometime, hang out, maybe see y'all this Sunday at Money in the Bank. And um, they say I had a blast, guys. I had a blast. Are you guys going down to Mania next year? Your crew going down there? Uh, my my um, the last Mania I went to was Mania twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't one of the best Manias, but it was WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, some of my crew was at Mania. Uh, they go to Mania every year. I wasn't able to go to Mania last year, but next year I do plan on going because it's the Texas. Um, if they want to break the attendance record of WrestleMania three, so they're trying to push for over a hundred thousand people. So uh, I can tell you a little inside news that Sting and Undertaker has been in talks big for a while about doing a match finally at WrestleMania. Um, the Rock is also talking about coming to WrestleMania as well. 
So this meet is going to be pretty huge because it's in Texas. Awesome, man. We're going to we're gonna have to catch up with you guys when we're all down there then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a pleasure, guys. Anything else y'all want to talk about or bring up? Um, Hey, the bank, guys. What do y'all think? Uh, predictions: Who gonna win? Who gonna lose? We know Cena's gonna win, but that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> we we put out an episode talking about our previews, but we can we can go uh, real quickly. I think our, our my biggest highlight for me for this show is has to do with that world heavyweight uh, championship fight, WWE world heavyweight championship fight between uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. If Roman Reigns wins that Money in the Bank match, I, I suspect a heel turn. I suspect that he'll turn. Maybe he'll turn on Dean if Dean wins. I, it all depends on when's that money in the bank transition to that main event match. That's what I think. That's the biggest thing I'm looking for. I think uh, I was I was looking at I was I was pulling for Cesaro to be plugged in for that eighth slot. That didn't happen. Um, Cena's gonna Cena's gonna win. Uh, you Cena? I, I get yeah, Super Cena, Super Saiyan Cena. Uh, I guess it's gonna be a diva match. That I'm not gonna care about. I'm pretty sure. But other than that, yeah. If if who's uh, who looks to be the obvious win, if Runaway is wins it, um, I think they're just ultimately setting up for uh, a modified version of what happened last year at Mania with Ronan Reigns uh, cashing in on Dean Ambrose. So I'm looking for. D- I'm, I'm predicting Dean's gonna get the the uh, win here. I same thing for me. Um, don't be shocked to see Brock maybe make an appearance though. If not, if not at Money in the Bank, prob- I'm here on Monday. Sounds like he's gonna be back soon though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I to piggyback off that, that that's if Brock does not make an appearance. I, I'm thinking, or well, I'm guessing, I'm pushing for Dean to win this one. Yep. You yeah, absolutely. Huh. Um. Well, one thing's for sure. Cena's gonna win because it's the rematch and it's Cena. Yep. Uh, two, no black guys are gonna win because black people don't prevail in WWE. <laughs> 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 Do they rock? Hold on, but wait, wait. Somebody has to. New Day versus uh. New Day yeah. versus, uh, <laughs> Somebody has to win here, unless it's a tie. They both lose double disqualification. Unless it's. <laughs> As we did at the show this past uh, weekend in PA, um, and, and as as uh, NFC Game Boy um, definitely says, the black quota is going up. Normally, uh, you see this many black people when I bring them on the show, but um, you know, whoever's the lighter dark, whoever's the lighter black man to probably prevail. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be tough. I guess Darren Young gotta take that mark. I guess it's gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh Latest my god! Black, you know, you got primetime players and you got. New Day. So, like, the blackest other black in that group is Titus O'Neil and Biggie Langston. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure, I guarantee you, Kofi, uh, New Day's winning. I guarantee you, Kofi or uh, Xavier Woods is going to go for the pen. Well, well, here's the here's the thing. Kofi's in the ladder match. And that's that's this other thing we were talking about in our last episode. Is, does, does Kofi does Kofi attend that match and does the rest of New Day attend the ladder match? And will that play an effect? But it doesn't play an effect in the ladder match because all they're going to be is either side, uh, ringside props because Kofi's just going to be there for the for his spots, and Roman right. Reigns is going to win win it cleanly. Yeah, Super Reigns probably that 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 day. Yeah, Superman punch and his wet hair, his green eyes. Yeah, all the time. 
Uh, isn't R-Truth in the match? Or that's, is that the pre-match, R-Truth? He's supposed to be in the pre-show uh, now, with Stardust. And, uh, and uh, uh, King Barrett supposed to be in the pre-show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, King Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm liking that, too. I, I was hoping R-Truth was going to get, get uh, because of that promo that he mistakenly cut, or did he really cut, whatever it was. I think he cut it on purpose. It was, it was funny. It was yeah. fun. Uh, well, we know about that. The, the WWE Network is getting like uh, NFL Network where you have pregame shows to the pregame show. And then you have the actual match, and then you have the pregame show of the postgame show. Postgame show of the postgame show. But, uh, I mean, I would hate if Reigns win. I would be highly pissed. But, I mean, Kofi's not winning because he's black. Ziggler is still in the doghouse. He doesn't need it because he's a family honor. He's gonna be feeding Marusev eventually. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, Brock Steady, Sheamus. He's yeah. um, he he doesn't need it. Uh, who 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 else will be feeding? Neville, Little Mighty Mouth. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah, Little Impossible. Mouth. And Ray Orton gonna... is only there for his RKO off the ladder that we've done seen so many times that I don't even know if we can consider it a spot anymore. By the way, my condolences are uh, ripped to the career of Randy Orton because the past few years he's pretty much been done. I love Orton. I was like, "What are you doing?" Oh, you, 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 he's like, "What is your, what is your, what is your purpose?" But um, I don't know. I mean, Seth, Seth and Dean is interesting. Like you said, Brock could show up. I actually, like not really knowing what's going to happen. Dean could win, and then Brock could screw him over. Dean could win, and then Roman Reigns. Uh, Seth Rollins isn't getting over really as a heel because he got too many likable moves. He got the curb stomp, can't do that. No. Nope. He can't do the curb stomp. We can have a ladder match and have people jumping off the ladder. Right. right. You're right about concussions. Okay. <laughs> so, um, he looks too small doing a pedigree. He looks, looks, uh. Yeah. I, I 100% terrible. agree it's with terrible. that. Yeah. So, uh, it'll be good. It'll probably, uh, it'll be better than the chamber. Yep. It'll be cool. See, this is why you need to listen to Under the Mat Radio. Tech is hilarious. His whole crew is hilarious. This is why you got to check him out. The, the comedy and the entertainment is just absolutely great. We, we appreciate it, Tech. Thank you so much, man. I got to be careful with, uh, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I, I don't really use, uh, I don't really cast with uh, how your show is. You know, we really we say whatever we want because we're not re- regulated by, uh, you know, the three letters. So, um. Yeah, NFC Game Boys, you know, he's the one that, that tends to be a little more cool for the language. But, um, it's all good, guys. Like I said, check us out. Um, I definitely, uh, two chains, make sure you post up about your show. You got my permission. Please make sure you change your name. I don't want you to get sued by the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you change the spelling, dog, you got it. <laughs> like we did. We, we are fishing. Legit company, so. Just to let you know, anybody, any of your friends <laughs> try to come against us, we will see your ass. Rattling it all over. But, um, good guys, Aaron, uh, Marcellus, am I missing somebody? Well, we got Dr. M and uh, uh, D Wayne that's not here today, but just us three. Um, but we appreciate it, yep. All right, guys. Um, like I said, remember what I said, Cena will win. Black guys won't prevail, definitely. Um, JBO or Mark Out as always. Uh, Michael Cole put over the WWE app that no one uses. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're going, uh, they don't even promote the WWE. Uh, they're probably going to talk about some WWE film that nobody's going to watch. And, um, yeah. And, uh, shout out to the Warriors. Hopefully they win tonight.
Yep, game four. Make sure you check that out. Nine o'clock Eastern, eight central for the Midwest time for you, Aaron, on ABC. Make sure you do check that out. Um, but once again, we have Tech here, Aaron, Two Chains, and Silly Sellers, aka Marcellus. You want to put the real name out there? It's all good. We're just here trying to promote to you. And once again, uh, for the sudden death of Dusty Rose, I want to end with this. Um, to make sure we have a little moment of silence before you hear our outro. Um, just out of respect for the Runnels family or the Rose family, however you want to refer, the, refer to them as. Um, but definitely, we'll miss you, Dusty. We we'll love you, and thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you have done, not just for WWE, but all of wrestling promotions, even to ROH and TNA. You have impacted everybody, and wrestling would not be today uh, if it wasn't for you. So thank you. We would like to leave you with a moment of silence. This has been another production of the Big Goat Belt Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. Email us at Big Gold Belt Group at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.